Hello, everybody. Bob Oxley here. It's time for tips, topics, issues, and positions. And uh, today's topic is going to be about Dixie State University athletics. And the issue is we're going to talk about Division I. And uh, is Dixie State prepared? Are they going to take on Division I and move forward? And guess who we have here? We have a returned, the guy that really knows. Uh, the athletic director from Dixie State University, Dr. Jason Booth. Welcome back, Dr. Booth. Thank you for having me. Pleasure <laughs> right, to be here again. All right. Lot, last time you were here was the end of August, and uh, the, we were talking a little bit about we're t- going to take a look at a feasibility study yep. on Division One. We're and uh, the football program was underway at that time. We were yep. pretty encouraged by that. Yep. We're in a new league. Yep. And uh, so the the uh, our football team came through with a seven and it three. Did. It, it, did. it was a great thing. Played well. And then about a week or two weeks ago, all of a sudden I get word uh, through the rumor mill as usual that the uh, current coach and his staff are going to be let go. Right. Can you, can you give us a little, elaborate a little bit as to, I guess the big question is if with a record like seven yeah. and three, all of a sudden, yep. you've made a decision to yeah. move forward. Go ahead. Well, a coach's job is not just to win uh, at the collegiate level. Professional, sure, you know that's really all it's about. But at the collegiate level, there's there's other facets that um, that we have to make sure that they're holding standards. Um, and in in our in my estimation, after you know we we've been uh, we, we we've been working with the with with Coach McClure and 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 his staff, mainly Coach McClure, on issues. You know, all the time, as we do with all coaches, um, and so it just it wasn't just a knee-jerk snap decision. It was um, over a long period of time okay. and looking at things. And and credit to the kids, uh, seven and four this year, amazing. They beat the number six team in the nation at home on homecoming. What a great game! It was uh, phenomenal. The program is going in a great direction. Um, just and that's why it was important to um, have to do this difficult change in this difficult decision in order to make sure that we maintain that for the long term. Got it. Okay. We talked a little bit about that, yeah. about student athletes and, yeah. and what your feelings were on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not just there are, playing know, the sport. There's a lot more to it on the collegiate They're our number level. one priority. And, um, you know, should we go to, to Division One, we have to ensure that we're maintaining standards, you know, at an even higher level than we are today okay. uh, for all sports. And so um, we just felt it was the best decision for us as a university, um, to to make that you know again very difficult change. Shea is a great man, and so are the so is the staff. It has nothing you know, it's not about their, um, their their anything with to do with them personally uh, as people. They're great people, um, and nothing to do with the on field results at all. Obviously, seven and four is phenomenal, um, or anything to do with the kids. It's just um, issues that we we could not support moving forward. Um, and, and expect to have a program that we could be proud of okay. moving forward long term. Well, that's your decision. You guys know more about it on the insight yeah. than I do. But, I wish uh, I could elaborate more, but, but just can't. Our listeners here on the show, I mean, you can imagine, uh, yeah. you know, when I announced that you were going to be on the program in a couple of weeks, you can imagine when that news came out that, yeah. that they almost 90% said, are you going to ask him this? I yeah. said, I certainly am. Well, that's of course, my job. It's, a, it's a very fair question. I mean, we totally expect that, but, you know, and, and I, and, and I would expect that because people on the outside, just all they see is the wins and losses, you know, and again, that's phenomenal. Uh, the coach before didn't have great wins and losses, and we, I mean, we he hung on to him for, for many reasons. Yes. Um, so it, it's always, you know, it's a different 
you know scenario with with every team with every coach and you know um, I, I feel it's it was very very difficult it's been very hard last couple of weeks um, but I'm excited now that we have Paul in place and yeah that's going to bring up now you know you've got that decision to make yeah and now announcements made this week yeah that we have a new head football coach yeah you want to talk a little bit about this gentleman that, that I had an opportunity to see the other day yeah. so for the first time we announced it on Sunday evening and um, uh, had an introductory press conference this week on Wednesday to introduce Paul Peterson as our next head football coach. He's coming to us from Snow College as he's been um, junior college. He's been the, the head coach there for the last two years. Done phenomenally well there um, on, on all fronts, but specifically on the field, um, they, they've gone to two bowl games. They've uh, had at least eight wins both years, and they have um, um, uh, led, led the nation in scoring. You know, in, in the junior college ranks. So he's a very, um, very smart offensive mind. Uh, he played he played quarterback at Boston College for two okay. years, right right before Matt Ryan. Have you ever heard of him? Yes, he's kind of good. Um, <laughs> so he he held Matt Ryan on the bench. Oh, Matt Ryan was just a freshman, but um, uh, he, he he's a very very sharp individual um, and is putting together a really good staff that um, is going to lead the program in the direction that you know we want it to go and um, keep the momentum going for the kids. And and he's been meeting with the kids um, all day yesterday and, and even more today just to meet them one-on-one and see what we need to do moving forward with each of them. Yeah. I'm sure that there's, I have some of those students mm-hmm. uh, that are sure. on the, and uh, they don't know what to expect. Their, yeah. their anxiety levels are all over the board. Yep. And that's so, what, one of the reasons I wanted to move quickly for a couple of reasons. One for recruiting for, you know, new kids. We got, you know, some deadlines coming up here, but primarily for our current roster is to put them at ease. Like, Hey, we're going to, you can just hear I can sit up there and say all day long, we're going to bring in a good coach. You'll be fine. But until it actually happens and they get to meet him and hear it from themselves, like, oh, okay. I understand. Everything's that. fine. You, you, you press conference on Wednesday in the next 48 hours, including today, yeah. he's meeting oh, yeah. one-on-one Non-stop. with the team. And here yep. we go. I mean, it's a, yep. you know, yeah, a long days. There's a lot of anxiety on the team for, for you know, naturally. And, and I get it. And um, they're just, they came here to play for Coach McClure. You know, and that, that's – You'd like to think, well, they came here to go to school here. Well, they did to come to go to school here, but they came here because Coach McClure and his staff recruited them here. So they, they were, he was their first contact with Dixie State. So um, that it's hard to rip that away from them. So there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of anxiety, but I, I, I'm sensing quite a good amount of calmness and reassurance. And okay, and to go calm, along to go along with that. Now he's. He's got to put together a recruiting program. Where are yep. we at? I mean, and well, then that, staff and that's one misnomer. People are like, oh my gosh, he's got to get. We got to get started all over with recruiting. No, any coach that's out there in any level is already recruiting all year long. Gotcha. I mean, they're they're already they're always recruiting, okay. no matter where they are. So if we'd have brought someone in from uh, Weber State, for example, they're recruiting guys. So then they just have those guys come here. When Shay came here a few years ago and he was recruiting guys when he was at Humboldt State, he called them up and some of them came here. So That's right. I remember that. You've got guys that you're already talking to. It's not like we hired um, somebody from an accounting firm in town that hasn't been a football coach for seven years and has been out of the recruiting realm and has to really get started. That now, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know, they're, they're already involved in it, so it's just calling and you know um, giving them a different address to send their, their – their letters of, of agreement to fantastic complain. now i'm going to switch gears because this right. is the other other uh, calls that i've received something uh, else going on. oh yeah there's something else it's called <laughs> division one uh, we we, yeah. we 
I threw it at you last time we were together three months ago, mm-hmm. and I knew there was a feasibility study being yep. done. Uh, you went public with that. You had a couple yep. of public meetings with that to yep. invite the uh, community in and answer their questions, and you hadn't made a decision yet. I guess right out of the gate, have we made a decision to go Division One? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, now, our goal was to have it by um, uh, the Board of Trustees meeting uh, November 30th would be yes. kind of the culmination, but... Um, not that we've received any negative feedback that were giving us, you know, any pause, but we wanted to ensure that we gave it enough time to ensure we got the, all the feedback, uh, from the town halls. And then if you recall, we sent out a, a survey yes. online that we sent out to some community members we want to just make sure we gathered all that information, had time to ingest it and had time for multiple stakeholders to, and uh, decision makers to see it and to make sure we understood it. So um, that's in the process. I don't. I, I don't foresee it taking much longer. Now the holidays will probably get in the way here. Of we don't not going to make a big announcement during the holidays, but um, but it, um, it it's it's coming soon. But um, uh, that it's up to president to officially make a yeah. make a decision. I think that correct me if I'm wrong. I think the next major board of trustees meetings February the first. Yeah, something. Am I yeah. right? Yeah, I, somewhere so in there, I, yeah. So, uh, listeners, <laughs> viewers, yeah, it's being worked on. <laughs> yeah. they, and they've discussed it um, further at, during their meetings, but um, it's still just we have some questions that we went back to the Western Athletic Conference with, and we're just just you know, just know basic questions, clarity questions that we're just making sure we get answers on to now have the full picture to say, okay, what are we going to do? I hear nothing but a lot of positives, but the one – question mark is the football team yeah. because the Western conference does, does yeah. not have the WAC does not have a football yeah. program. And, uh, the questions that I, I've been asked to ask you is, uh, how are you going to get teams to play here? And, uh, and what's it going to, yeah. are we going to always be on the road yeah. every week? Yeah. Or? We're going to play 12 road games every year and we'll never play. No, <laughs> don't do this no. to me. <laughs> no, I said, no, <laughs> again, it's one of those things where, if, you know, you're not involved and, and can see it day to day, which is natural. You, you you just have these questions that um, my and my two concerns with this whole potential move to Division One were number one, can we afford it? And the feasibility study has shown that we can. Now, when we get to our end, you know, budget number by the time we're the, are in our first year of eligibility, are we going to be at the top of FCS and you know in budgets? Absolutely not. We're not even going to be close. But that's just the beginning, and we're going to grow that and we're going to build it into one that you know so we can do it and we can be have a competitive program. But we're still going to keep growing and make it even better financially, so we can afford it initially. It, it's not like we're, you know, um, hundred million dollars off that we can't we can't get there. Well, that's a bad example. You know, we're not twenty five million dollars away from getting to where we need to be. Got it. Um, so that question's been answered, um, and we can do it. The second one was, what happens with football? Um, you know, being independent. The, the one question is, why don't we just drop football? Well, we're not going to drop football. Oh, I re- we're not dropping football. <clears throat> I um, sat in a couple of your meetings, and that yeah. question did come up. And we're not we're not dropping it because it's too important. I mean, obviously, you just saw we it was so important that we made we had to release a coach that was seven and four in order to make sure that it's done right, uh, in our opinion, and continues to grow. So we're not that shows you how important we feel it is. That's great. Um, and uh, but the scheduling part is something I've already started put putting potential schedules together. There's a service out there that we have already subscribed to to look at potential openings for schools and um, start to put it together for four, five, six, seven years out. Um, and it's starting to come together, and, and my anxiety of being able to get a schedule has eased 
Um, and I think we'll be able to get a, a good schedule together. Now, the first year might be a little bit odd where we may be on the road for all of our Division One opponents and be at home for Division Two opponents. And that's okay. Um, North Alabama this year, who is in their uh, this last this fall that just ended, uh, is in their first year of Division One. Okay. So th- this year is what we would be in in the fall of twenty. Um, they played um, six road games, all against Division One opponents, and five home games, all against Division Two opponents. Okay. So it. They played Southern Utah University. I don't know if you've heard of them, just right up the road. Uh, yeah, some play. Yeah. Their first game of the year, and they got paid $130,000 to come to Cedar City to play them, and they beat them. So yeah. it, 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 that's exciting. I mean, you don't, usually don't expect to win those kind of games, but North Alabama has a very, very good program, won many Division II national championships over the years. So they're really, really good. And so it's really not that big of a surprise that they would give Southern Utah a game um, and even win. But they went on the road for all their Division One opponents, and we're home Division Two. So what you do is then you get those Division One opponents back in future years for a home game at your place. Home, home type yeah, situation. Yeah. Great. So uh, we're going to start to do that, and it'll probably be primarily with Big Sky schools as our, our guests because they have openings throughout the whole season uh, in random spots. So we'll start to nail that down. You know, if a decision is made to do it, then I'll be able to jump on the phone and solidify those quickly and. Put a schedule together for 20. Now, for 19, we're all set. It's an RMAC schedule. We'll have actually six home games next year, um, five RMAC and one non-conference game against Simon Fraser, and uh, five road games. And So are you going up to Canada, or are they coming down? They're, oh, no, they're coming here. <laughs> it's no. a long haul. Yeah, no, we, we weren't going to go up, up there. We've been there before I know. several times. And <laughs> That's why I brought it we up. We don't need to go there again. But, um, <laughs> Uh, there, you know, they'll be a, a fun opponent, and uh, we gotta make sure we get the Canadian flag up that day and play their Absolutely. national anthem. But um, now they're coming here. I believe it's October twelfth uh, for our, our open date in the middle of the season, um, early October somewhere in there. But um, they're gonna come here, and we'll have five RMAC games at home plus that one, and then five road RMAC games. Fantastic. Okay, switch gears. Here we are. The winter sports are underway. Yeah. Okay, we've got some of our teams uh, on the road. Yep. This weekend, so um, uh, give me some assessments. What do you think about the men's basketball team, the women's basketball team? Just uh, I'm gonna yeah. open it up to you. There's so much going on. Well, um, start with uh, with the, with the women's team. Um, very young, um, but incredibly talented, and they're gonna go through the learning curves of ups and downs of uh, having a young team. But JD Gustin has done a phenomenal job of recruiting. Um, for his team, and they are going to be really good. He's recruiting them and preparing them as if we're going to be a Division One team. Okay. Um, now, um, if we are, then we're ready. If we if we stay Division Two, then we're going to have a really good team in the RMAC to deal with. I have two of those students so, in my class, and they're, they're, and they're, they're excellent. Phenomenal kids across the board and phenomenal basketball players. So I'm really excited to watch them. Um, they had their first loss of the year in their first conference game last weekend against Westminster. Just couldn't couldn't find the bucket and uh, you know just again a young team made some mistakes so they'll learn from that we're going up to South Dakota this weekend yeah. uh, for a, um, a doubleheader with South Dakota Mines and Black Hill State and uh, we'll see how they play there Black Hill State is I think number eight in the nation or number five in the nation some something so we'll see how we how we match up the men's side um, has experience but a lot of new faces here so the experience is from other schools. We have some uh, two-year school transfers. We have some four-year school transfers um, that um, that are that are playing 
uh, significant minutes. So if you were familiar with the roster last year and you look at the the faces on the floor this year, it's almost a whole new team. Yeah, I've been to the um, game. Yeah. We have Quincy uh, Quincy Matthews and Dub Price, you know, familiar faces back. Uh, Austin Montgomery's seen a little bit of time. You know, this year he's had some battled some injuries, but um, the team is still trying to come together and figure out their niche. Because when you lose a Trevor Hill and a Brandon Simister leaders, that is that leaves a big void that you have to uh, have to fill, and it takes a while to build into that. Yeah. So, one of these one of these days, you know, probably here, if not these next four games in December, two in South Dakota, and then two next weekend here at home, we'll probably see the team gel. That's just kind of how John does it. He really gets them going after the after the holidays. It sure and, does. So every um, year. So I, I'm I'm encouraged and excited to to watch them. We have got good you know good solid products. Um, uh, uh, for those, but in the fall too, we had volleyball. That's uh, right. Win, win the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference title. So that was that fantastic. was phenomenal. Yeah, I had a phen- great year. We had two All Americans, uh, Megan Trainer and Lauren Gamble, and uh, got to the NCAA tournament and unfortunately lost in the first round to our our friends from Colorado Mesa. Friends in quotes. Um, <laughs> who that was the fourth time we've played them this year. Beat them twice in the regular season. Lost in the RMAC tournament. Lost in the NCAA tournament. So. That was a little hard to swallow, but hey, that's that's what happens. But you know, great season by them, and uh, great job by Coach Felder to get them there. Yeah. Any uh, anything on the horizon if we go Division One as far as uh, sports to be added to Dixie State? Have we given that nothing officially because okay. we're just looking at it as you know we got to wait for the decision, and if the decision's made to go, we'll be uh, we'll be one men's sport short of WAC sponsorship requirements because they don't count football because they don't have football. So we would need to look at a men's sport, and um, just preliminarily we've just thrown out, well, we would add probably one that we already have a women's sport for because we already have the facilities because we're not going to build facilities for this move. We've already, we don't want or need to. So either swimming, tennis, or track. I was going to say swimming with the new Olympic size. The new pool, tennis with a brand new tennis course that just just got finished, or track with our brand new track. (laughs) So, you you know, it it just depends on how we want to go about it. Do we want to, you know, have – drive more enrollment, you know, and have a bigger sport like a swimming or a track or do it a little bit more affordable, you know, with a smaller roster. But either way, um, that that's really not the important part is like what we just need to find out what's the best fit and what would be the best sport for us to offer. So Fantastic. I just got the high sign. Believe it or not, time is – I know. So I this know. is 30 minutes and not 30 I minutes? just like flashes by. So um, – we got. I really appreciate you coming in. Well, I appreciate because it. I I, I yeah. know what kind of schedule you're at and all this all these changes going on yeah. and uh, yeah. it uh, just to, for you to take some time and come and and uh, answer some questions that I'm parroting on yeah. behalf of the listeners out there. Uh, just curious, um, all positive, um, and uh, yeah. we think uh, we want Dixie to get back and get the notoriety yeah. and and they're excited about the potential di- Division yeah. One. Um, yeah, just well, we're you- on we're on that trajectory. I mean, it's a very exciting time to to be here, and I'm I'm just honored and thrilled to be a part of it. And uh, we we are very grateful for all, all the fans that that come out and support us, and we look forward to doing bigger and better things for them to be even more proud of. That's fantastic, Dr. Jason Booth, athletic director from Dixie State University. Thank you very much for Thanks, being Tom. here. Appreciate it. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, time flies. Um, This is uh, Bob Oxley with tips, and uh, it's uh, available for you on listening on the radio at 3 o'clock now on Fridays and rebroadcasted at 5 p.m. on Saturdays on KDXI 100.3. And if you want to see Dr. Booth's smiley face, 
Uh, you can look at them at uh, Facebook, Not YouTube, Twitter, podcast called Podbean. That's our affiliate. Uh, and even, I understand, uh, Alexa is where we, it gets those little things in your home there. You can say, hey, Alexa, give me KDXI Oxley Tips, Dr. Booth, and uh, it'll, it'll bring up the program. So we're getting more sophisticated. Big time, Bob. Big <laughs> yeah, time. yeah, big time, along with Division One. You've arrived. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us. We'll, we'll uh, hopefully tune in to us next week on Friday, and we'll have um, – Right now, we're looking at uh, possibly looking at the immigration situation with uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Tyler. So until that time, please have a safe and enjoyable weekend. And uh, this is Tip signing off. Bye-bye.